Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Thank you for that. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the live. How are you doing this week? Um, week five has us uh, stepping away from the downsizing and bringing it back to satisfaction, not back to satisfaction haphazardly, taking what you've learned and how your body's responded to your portions in the last few weeks, really being in tune and rocking out those four questions. How's this portion for me before I even eat it? Now, here's a tip. Get out of your head about it and get into your belly about it. That's that's where you want to ask. How is this portion for me? If I was to eat this whole portion, how would I feel? And some of you may be like, what response am I looking for? So your body's always been making associations to the things you do, the things that you eat. So um, the best way I can describe it is if you've ever had food poisoning or eaten something really bad that made you feel horrible or drank alcohol, that's a big one. Uh, for me, and I suffer every time I tell this story, it was lemon gin. It was lemon, yeah, it was lemon gin yeah, when I was in high school. And uh, it was such a bad reaction that to this day, <laughs> how many years later, well, I'm turning 50, so if that gives you an idea of how many years later, thank you. Um, how many years later, I can't even say lemon gin without my whole body being like, Bleh. Um, I love gin. I love gin and tonics. You add some lemon to that bugger and some seven up with it. And I am just done. I cannot. Um, and that's just my body's visceral reaction to lemon gin. Um, so that's kind of the best way I can describe it. Your, your body is very intuitive. Um, think about a Big Mac, right? Think about eating a Big Mac right now, a juicy Big Mac, the greasiness on it, all of that. And, and, and then think about a bowl of fresh fruit. Do you know what I mean? Like the vibe and energy coming from those things, even just by using the name, it, it's totally radically different. So this is kind of what you're looking for. You know, when you sit down to that big portion, how is this portion for me? When it's too much, you'll know it's too much. Another way to describe this is, do you know, you know, when you're in the, um, you're in the buffet line or you're in, you know, you're at a, a family event and you they got the food all out and you got your plate and you're in line and you, you put, you're putting everything on your plate and you know, you know, you get to a point where you're like, okay, like this is, this is way too much for me, but you still got the creamed onions and the mashed potatoes and you haven't even got to the turkey yet or whatever it might be. And even though you know that's way too much for you, you're still kind of putting it on. Like you get to that point where you just, you know, that's way too much. So sometimes when you, you know, when you obviously put out a portion for you, if you say, how's this portion for me and you don't feel anything, it could very well be a neutral portion for you. Your body's like, yeah, I don't know. Let's see how it goes. Um, or if you're really hungry and you, you know, you go, to a fine dining restaurant and the portion is this big and you're like, okay, that is not going to be enough food for me. I'm definitely going to need more food, right? So this is kind of what we're talking about and what you're looking for. So 
how is this portion for me before I even eat it? Let's say for shits and giggles, I was to eat the whole thing. How would I feel? Okay, I already know that's going to be too much or that is definitely not enough. And that's the thing. Asking these four questions is just as much adding more to the plate as it is taking away, right? Portions are always what they feel like and never what they look like. So that's the first question. How is this portion for me before I even eat it? And then, then you want to pay attention to how you're feeling while are you are eating. Okay, I've started to eat. Am I feeling any effects of eating? What if I was to take a few more bites? How would I feel? What if I was to stop now? How would I feel, right? And then you want to pay attention to when you're done eating. What made you realize that you were done? How do you know that you were done or you were satisfied with the foods that you're eating? And then the other one is when you walk away. Now, this is a big one and when it gets tricky between you know, knowing that you're done and then walking away 10, 15 minutes later. And this only comes with practice and playing around with it. So, you know, if you stop eating at a certain point and you're paying attention to how you feel and yet 10, 15 minutes later, you're feeling overly stuffed, then make sure you stop eating a few bites before you get to that point, right? Play around with it. And then that, that 10, 15 minutes later is really telling. And what's happening is that there's kind of a, there's kind of a gap there, which is going to close. Um, the more in tune you get with your body, um, You'll start to feel more satisfied on your foods a lot sooner, but that's that general rule. 10, 15 minutes later, you should walk away feeling like you're satisfied. You shouldn't have to undo your pants. You shouldn't have to, um, you shouldn't feel bloated. You shouldn't feel like you need a nap just because you're done eating, right? So this week, really double down on asking those four questions. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to, during this morning live, I am going to be doing a troubleshooting session. So I'm going to take you guys through the 20 questions, the maximizing post and teach you how to maximize your efforts around here. I love the 20 questions, the maximizing post. It's not meant to berate you or to point out all the things that you're not doing. It's to really highlight where you can kind of level up. You know, you're showing up every day, you're doing all the things, you wanna make sure you're literally doing all the things that you can do and there's a lot of things that you can do besides the food, besides the water and besides the supplements to be proactive with this process. So we're gonna talk about that. Um, all right, I'm gonna get into these questions today today, today. Um, lots of you asking about the 7 p.m. lives. Uh, I'm going to be real honest. Um, as much as I look like I'm back, I'm, I'm really still struggling uh, with my energy. After the live yesterday, I had to take a bit of a nap. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to go back to the 7 p.m. lives. Um, I'm not sure that it's great thing for me to do. Um, it doesn't provide much work-life balance for me. A lot of times I'm missing dinners. I'm missing dinners and time with my kids. And, you know, I know a lot of people feel overloaded by the amount of lives. Now, the thing about it is I love the 7 p.m. lives and I love that end of day reflection. So I'm definitely thinking about something to kind of replace that. Um, I'm still on the fence about it. I'm not sure, um, but I'm just giving you a heads up because you guys are starting to ask. I'm just trying to show up and make it through these morning lives right now. So I'm still very much on a day-by-day -day approach around here, um, but we'll definitely keep you posted and let you know uh, what's going to happen with the 7 p.m. lives. All right, let's get into this. Hi, Janine. Uh, Jenny, good morning. Feeling so good that I've started adding activity into my routine. I'm just starting out with some walking for now. How long and how many days a week should I be aiming to do this? Okay, every day. Listen, 
I love that you're feeling the energy to do this. This is what's going to happen. This, listen, you do not have to exercise uh, with this program to be successful, but moving your body is so beneficial. And make no mistake, exercise absolutely a complement to the program um, for sure. Um, I have a 10-minute rule um, with any kind of exercise. Um, you know, if you aren't feeling it that day, get on, do your exercise routine for 10 minutes, and then if you're not feeling it, walk away. Um, chances are nine times out of 10, once you get your body warmed up and moving, you'll be really into it. If you are newly adding exercise into your routine, I definitely wouldn't put the pressure on myself that I'm going to do it every day and I'm going to walk for an hour and I'm going to do this. It just will immediately stress you out. Um, I, I think that you want to make positive associations. We were just talking about associations to food and the things that you do. This includes exercise. This is an opportunity to rewire how you feel about exercise and your visceral response to it. You don't want exercise to be one of those things like, oh my God, like I have to do it, you know? Um, you want to want to do it. And the reality is it's amazing that you get to do it. If you're an able-bodied person and you're able to move your body, um, there's so many benefits to that. So I, I definitely wouldn't put any kind of... Um, any kind of pressure on yourself to walk every day. Um, I, if you do, I would say I'm going to get out and walk for 10 minutes. And then if I feel like doing more, I'll do more. And then obviously give yourself grace for the days that, you know, maybe you're not feeling it so much. But you really want to, first of all, choose exercises if you're going to add something new and that you're going to enjoy. Um, and then you're not going to want to put that pressure on yourself. What's going to happen is once you get into it, you're going to love it. You're gonna, the body loves to move. It's just really when you're starting in a thought. And here's the thing. A lot of you I know had the best intentions. I'm going to exercise and I'm going to get up and I'm going to do that. I know, I know. Um, but when your body's feeling a need to store fat, it can have you kind of on reserve mode. And even though you mentally feel like, okay, I'm going to do this, your body's like, yeah, no, you're not. Sit your ass down. Like you just didn't have the energy to do that. And what's happening with this program as your body, you're addressing your body's needs and it's no longer feeling that need to store fat and keeping you on reserve mode, it's going to start giving you more energy. You're going to feel more energetic. You're going to want to move. Um, so many people will do the program and talk about how they just they put their running shoes on and they just went out the door. And who are they? And they've never done this before. Um, so if you're not feeling exercise right now, please don't feel the pressure to add it in. Um, it's definitely beneficial to move your body. We're going to talk about that during the troubleshooting session for sure. Um, it's more about the messages that you know moving your body sends, that you're alive, that you are well, that your body needs to step up and support you and give you good energy in it. Um, but but I definitely wouldn't stress yourself out over the time. I think uh, a couple times a week, go by, especially when you're first starting, your body might be a little bit sore. So you might want to do it one day and then give it a rest the next day. And then, you know, go, go by how you feel. Go by how you feel. Um, good morning. Good morning. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Oh, thank you guys for all your well wishes. I'm honestly truly overwhelmed. Um, you guys are, are really amazing. And, I, and, and thank you for your patience. Um, thank you for your patience as well. You know, I, I really appreciate that. Hi, Sherry. Gina, I have to say a huge thank you uh, for your motivation in yesterday's live. You're talking about leveling up your health and wellness and your inspiration, Jennifer Lopez. Yep, finally got me to dig deep and knock off my nighty, night, nightly indulgences that I couldn't seem to kick and voila, the scale moved in the right direction. Okay, I love this. I, I'm a, listen, I'm a nighttime snacker, chip-eating girl. Well, not anymore, mind you, but um, I, I love my chippies in bed and I love my snacks and 
The thing is, if you're used to eating at night, that can be a really hard habit to break. But once you catch the vibe of not eating at night and how much better you sleep and then how much better you feel in the morning, it's going to be a game changer. And then if you can kind of sit in that uncomfortableness of not indulging, like, you know, you don't have to like it. Like if you, if you indulge at night and you, you like indulging at night and you're not indulging, right? And it, you feel unnerved and you want to eat and you're trying not to. So maybe you're going for a walk or having some tea or any of those things. You don't have to be happy about it. You don't have to be happy. Like you can totally say this fucking sucks. Like I, I, you know, I'm miserable right now. I, I'm hungry. I want something to eat. Because a lot of times our desire to eat at night is based on habit because, you know, as your body pumps out melatonin when it's dark, it's shutting you down, right? It's winding you down for a nice deep sleep. Your body is done with eating for the day. It's like, let me go to bed, you know? Uh, And sleep is when your body makes change. It's when it repairs and rebuilds, regenerates, rejuvenates, and detoxes. Um, That's at night, right? So the, the eating at night has nothing to do with calories. And this is why once you're done losing your weight, you can totally go back to eating at night, you know? and you'll be able to maintain your weight just fine. It's just while you're trying to lose weight, you really want your body to be able to get that deep and that REM sleep that your body needs in order to make change. But man, shit, that can be really hard. That can be really difficult for a lot of people to break. But if you can kind of sit in the uncomfortableness of it, recognize you don't have to love it. And then once you've made it through a couple days, how you're going to feel is going to be a game changer. You're you're not going to wake up with your foggy brain. Um, You know, you're just... You're just going to wake up with better energy. You're going to feel better, what more well rested, um, and then you're going to catch that vibe and be like, okay, this is a this is a game changer for me, and that's going to keep you motivated, um, because at the end of the day, you're eating. You know, some of you eating five times a day, six times a day if you're eating breakfast, and that's one thing too. If you're hungry at night, the fix for that isn't eating at night; it's to eat more during the day. Um, one to make your foods more nutrient rich. Make sure you're including great proteins and healthy fats that feed into your satiety hormones that give you that more sustained energy and then also make sure you're having breakfast if you're struggling with nighttime hunger but you're not having breakfast every day that could be why and then also don't be afraid to add in those bonus snacks I know it seems like craziness to be eating more food in order to lose weight um, but that could be the case that you need and again if that if eating more during the day helps you get that deeper and more REM sleep at night that's gonna be so much beneficial more beneficial for moving this scale right so so I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, yesterday I was talking about J-Lo. Um, she, not only does she look amazing, um, I'm, I'm rolling into my 50s next year. And whether you like her or not, um, she doesn't drink. She doesn't smoke, you know, coffee, alcohol, any of those things. She gets up every morning. She exercises. And, you know, um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, even I'm looking for some inspiration. Even I'm looking for some inspiration. So I was talking about that yesterday. Hi there. Um, there's always that one type of alcohol from high school that you can't drink anymore. Yeah. So if you missed it and you were just joining, I was talking about those four questions and the kind of the responses you're looking for and how your body is kind of wired, um, you know, to if you've ever had food poisoning or alcohol that you've ever gotten sick off. And then just the thought of it is just like, oh my gosh, no. Right. So when you're asking those four questions are really important to recognize it's not in your brain, it's in your belly. In fact, you have this kind of second brain in your belly and the two really kind of communicate. So if you're in your head about it, in your head, in your head, in your head, bring it down into your belly and ask your belly how you're feeling with those portions. 
Uh, good morning. Hi, Lisa. Good morning, everyone. Another pound of butter finally gone. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So one of our members re uh, reminded me of that butter analogy. I used to I used to use the butter all thing all the time, especially when people would say, oh, I've only lost like four pounds. Like go grab pounds of butter. Like go, you know, the bricks of butter, one, one pounds of butter. Go grab four of those and add those up. And then I was talking about how, you know, you don't really notice the four pounds because with this process, we lose in layers. So if you took that four pounds of butter and looked at it, you're like, holy crap, that's a lot of fat. But if you were to smear that all over your body, it would really only amount for like a small, thin layer, you know? But I love that visual. It's such a great, in fact, we'll have members who will like go to the grocery store and add up their carts of all their butter. It's such a great visual. Honestly, it's such a great visual. So yeah, I can see how you connect. Hi, Tanya, 14.15.4. I got to give you the 15. 15.4 pounds today. I've been trying to lose weight for two years. And I have just failed over and over and then would binge and sulk about it. Okay. This is not your fault. So first of all, this, if this is, this is the, I'm talking to everyone with this. This is not your fault. If you have done all the diets and lost and gained and lost and gained and lost and gained and feel like you have failed at dieting, it's actually quite the opposite. You have not failed. You have been persistent AF. If you are still trying to lose weight five, 10, 15, 22 years later, you know, you have far from failed. At the end of the day, the diet industry is what's failed you. All the diets are geared towards this really flawed model of calories in versus calories out, which works really well for weight loss, but does not work for maintenance. And as we get older, it gets harder and harder and harder. And how many of you were hardly eating anything and exercising your face off? And where does that get you? Where does that get you? You know, I find all the people doubling down on the calories in versus calories out are either big conglomerate companies or they're like newbies. They're like kids just rolling out of high school or rolling through university. I'm like calories in versus calories out. It's the only thing that works. Yeah. When you're like 20, as you get older, it doesn't work. In fact, that's my story. Um, which I do have over on the podcast. If you're ever interested, I kind of shared my whole story and how, how, you know, my own weight loss journey, you guys forget, like I weighed 250 pounds. There was a time where I weighed 250 pounds and I went to my doctor and my doctor was like, Oh, you're clearly eating too much. And I was like, I'm eating like a muffin a day and a coffee. Like that's, I'm literally starving myself. Um, well maybe you need to exercise more. Okay. I am teaching like two, three hardcore aerobics classes a day. I can't possibly exercise. And then his other response was you're probably just big bone and I'm like my bones just grew like big over the last couple of years and now people who you know I used to have tree trunk legs with my big bones and now people say I have chicken legs and they're so skinny you know you know what I mean um so I get this I get this I get this I literally am having uh I'm literally living for this heat and wanting to buy a new bikini oh, I love the heat too I uh, can't wait for the weekend thank you for being amazing oh this is so great I'm so happy for you I mean this is what we do you know this is what we do so many of us have gone to our doctors, um, you know, especially women and our doctors are like, Oh, it's just your age. It's hormones. Just deal with it. Your body's changing. Deal with it. Like just deal with it. There's nothing you can do about it. Bull freaking shit, man. Bull freaking shit. And we have, we have, and if you're new to the program, we have members that like just span all the age groups. Um, in our last group, Sharon and Stefan, otherwise known as Sharon and Stefan. <laughs> it's kind of an inside joke. I, I like to call people by their wrong names until I actually know their real names. Um, anyway, we had them on for tea time and they're like 75 and 76 respectively. 
crushed the friggin' program, um, completely life-changing for them. Um, and we hear this all the time. In fact, it breaks my heart when I hear so many people talking about age or women talking about hormones or people talking about health issues. Oh, I have this health issue, so you know, am I going to be able to lose weight? It's because of your age and your hormones and your health issues that your body wants you to be as healthy as possible. And I think a lot of people, too, feel like their body is screwing them over and their body hates them um, you know, because they've done all these diets and maybe their bodies didn't respond or you lost the weight and your body gained it all back. So you just, a lot of people feel like their body is just trying to make them fat when it couldn't be farther from the truth. If your, your body wants you to be as healthy as possible and to live as long as possible. There is something to be said about set points and this is what this program is all about. Your body gets used to functioning at a certain weight where it feels comfortable there, but that doesn't mean that's where you need to stay. And a lot of times what happens is people try to lose too much weight too quickly and, it, and it's not sustainable because your body didn't go through the process of lowering its set point. And that's what plateaus are all about. Like you lose the weight, plateau are your body adjusting and solidifying, meaning your body has to readjust your body temperature, your blood flow, your metabolism, its saturation levels. Like it has to do a lot of things to adjust to you releasing a ton of weight. So, you know, as much as, you know, we would love to lose 20 pounds in two days, it would not be sustainable for the body. So that's why plateaus are a big part of the process, you know, is really allowing your body to stabilize at that weight and have that new weight become your new, new norm. And so, and so in theory, you gain that way back you're not going to go you're not going to go past that point so this is what we're doing we're lowering your set point lowering your set point lowering your set point lowering your set point at the same time making the body healthier and healthier and healthier and healthier along the way so good. Nice work. Nice work. Happy to hear. I love the lies. My non-scale victory uh, is blood work glucose dropping from borderline uh, pre-diabetic to 5.1. Ah, oh, this shit, Lynn, makes me cry, honestly. I know you diabetics are so skeptical, and I totally understand why. I totally understand why. But this is the point where we start to hear all these, you know, all these kind of amazing non-scale victories uh, in the medical sense, getting off blood pressure meds, cholesterol meds, dropping down those diabetes meds, going from pre-diabetic back to normal. Ah. Um, even thyroid, and here's a tip for thyroid people. Um, when you're doing the program and things are hitting really well, scales dropping, you're feeling good. If you hit a point where you start to not feel good, that could mean that you need to get your thyroid meds adjusted. Um, you, with your metabolism increasing, this is very typical. The best way to kind of to, to measure this and make it make sense is by alcohol. So if you used to be able to drink two drinks of two glasses of wine before you felt it, you might only be able to drink one now. That's because your metabolism is higher. Your, things are cycling through your body a lot quicker. So this can have an effect on medication because it's cycling through quicker. You might need to bump up in some circumstances or you might need to knock it down in others. So, so that's something to keep in mind. But I love these. Um, we get all, we get all sorts of comments like this. We, they never get old. We absolutely love hearing this. And to me, this is like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weight loss, right? You're, you're, you're going to get there. Reaching your finally and for goal, forever goal for weight loss is just is to keep going and to work through all the roadblocks and the detours and you know all of that. You get a flat tire. You don't just you know slash the rest. You you change, you don't go back home. You you fix your tire and you keep on moving forward. Weight loss is a given. There is zero science that says it's impossible for anyone to lose weight. So weight loss is a given. You're going to get there. But to me, it's all about those all those non-scale victories you're wrapping up along the way. Love that. 
Love that, love that. Hi, Maureen. Huge non-scale victory. Went to the keg for 30th anniversary. Left my half my food on my plate. Yeah, I'm a, I'm like the take-home queen. I'm the take-home queen. And I love it the next day when I take my food home and then I'm like, oh, what am I going to eat? Oh, my God, I have those amazing leftovers. I do this at every restaurant, every restaurant, uh, every restaurant I go to. I love how I continue to learn about my body. Hi, Diane. Metallic taste in my water is a sign I'm in detox. Yeah, yeah, for sure it is. Headaches, I thought, were blood pressure related, but no, two days of mild headaches and my scale dropped today. Yeah, I mean, that's what's so great about detox symptoms, if you get them, um, is they can give you a heads up on kind of where your body's at and what it's focused on in relation to what you're eating and how you're feeling. Now, remember, some people don't experience any detox symptoms whatsoever, which reminds me, uh, on the weekend, Sasha did this great Science Saturday post on detox in general, on detox, <laughs> more scientific uh, explanation of detox and what happens when the body's detoxing the body. If you have not read it yet, definitely, uh, a, definitely a great read. But one of the people's comments were like, this post makes it seem like the body's always detoxing and Gina makes it seem like it comes and goes. So the reality of that is the body doesn't need our help detoxing. The body is always detoxing. We're just providing the resources to the, for the body to do it more effectively. And when I'm talking about it coming, going in relation to the scale, we're talking about symptoms when the body's specifically releasing fat. And then that comes down to the toxins that are stored in your fat. Again, another, another way the body utilizes fat is it stores toxins in your fat. So when your body's releasing the fat, those toxins are also released, right? As opposed to when you burn the fat, when you force your body to burn fat, what happens, those toxins are left and then they can get into your gallbladder and gunk it up. And then you end up getting your gallbladder removed. Uh, let me scroll down and see if I can get to some of these questions down here. Uh, I make a large, oh, you're replying to team. Hi, Nicole. Uh, it's okay, Gina. Uh, you do you. Uh, one live a day is still fantastic, especially with all your wonderful guests and tea time. Yes, you just focus on WLB and you, and, and you know what? It teaches all of us to have a more life balance. Yeah, this was a big takeaway. I actually got this from you guys. Um, so many of you were saying um, you were happy to see that me come back in a smart way. And I don't think me running myself ragged is a great... Um, is a great lead by example, you know, and I used to like, I used to really proud myself on going to the ends of the earth and doing all the things and, you know, um, I'm not here to do the minimum was really my slogan, right? And even now I'm, I'm not, I'm definitely not here to do the minimum, but I'm also, I'm also not here to, you know, run myself ragged and distress you guys. So many people in the past would be like, oh, there's so much lives and I can't keep up. And I'm like, you don't even have to watch it, you know, but there's a sense of wanting to, you know what I mean? And fit it all in. And um, if you're just newly tuning in, I'm talking about the 7 p.m. lives. I'm not sure I'm going to go back to them. I'm really struggling with this because I absolutely love them. Um, I love them. It's that kind of end of day reflection. It's a totally different vibe. So I got, I got to think of something else to maybe to do in that place. Maybe have an end of day reflection post. I'm not sure. Um, but right now I'm just taking a day by day approach. I'm really, I, I know I look good and, and I'm bringing some good energy to these, but um, it's definitely wiping me out at the end. Don't get me wrong. Totally my happy place. I'm going to show up, but I'm going to start, start with the morning lives and then see how I feel, but I will update. I will update you guys, but I appreciate you saying, hi, Stacy. It was really interesting as my body dropped six pounds last week. I felt so tired that I did some yoga, but this week I am wide awake early and my exercise routine was done before making my kids breakfast. First time listening to my body. Okay. I love this. So yeah, when your body, a lot of times people be like, I, why am I so tired? Why am I so tired? And I, sometimes I feel like the body's like, are you shitting me right now? Why are you so tired? I could give you a million reasons why you're tired. Remember we are in the pursuit of change with this program. We are in the pursuit 
pursuit. Some of you are in the pursuit of life changing change. Um, so you're going to notice, you're going to notice along the way. And a lot of times your body will shut you down because it's specifically focused on other things, repairing, rebuilding. Um, you could be fighting a cold or a flu or a virus that you don't know about. So your body's like, Hey, why don't you slow down? Why don't you catch a nap? Why don't you like chill out from your workouts, you know? And this is like taking rest is a big, listen, can I just, let me just, I'm going to share something. So my energy, I'm drinking, this is what I drink every morning. I drink Pedialyte every morning. Um, I'm really struggling with my energy and trying to keep up. And I get, I get exhausted really quick um, from everything. And so, because my energy is just so low. And when I, I went the other day to drive my kid to school, it's five minutes away. And I had to like get my car through these little barrier things. By the time I came home, I had a headache and I was exhausted five minutes away. And then that was like a couple of days ago. And then the other day I had to drive him to Wonderland because he was going with his friends and Antonio was out. So I thought I can do this. I'm feeling better. But man, just getting in the car and trying to stay in the lanes and then with the construction all around and all the different visuals you have to look at, you don't really realize how stressful life is unless you're like totally maxed out. And going to a movie, we went to go see Top Gun, which by the way is freaking amazing. The best movie I have seen in a long time, hands down. I even took my kids to it. My kids loved it. My son was like, I'm, my, my son was like, I have never been so stressed out watching a movie. It was so great. But being around people, like just driving to the movie theater, getting out of the car, standing in line for Tony to get the kids to get their popcorn, getting a tea, and then getting to the seat, I was exhausted. I had to sit in the seat and just be like, oh my God, like I'm exhausted. And it really made me realize like just how stressed we are every day doing normal things and not really recognizing it, like truly not really recognizing it, you know? So, so, you know, um, you know, being in tune with your body is just as much of, you know, go, go move your body when you feel like it and go have a nap when you feel like it, like really honoring your body and where it's at. And I find a lot of people do this when they're sick and they're not feeling good. They're mentally like I can get back at it or whatever, or I'll say, Hey, someone will message me and be like, oh, I am so sick but I'm still following the program. You'd be so proud. And I'd be like, no, like, no, like this is the time to honor your body and really take care of yourself and heal. And a lot of times we mentally think we're ready and our bodies are like, yeah, we're not ready. <laughs> we're not, we're not ready. Like, you, We're not ready. You know, you need to really slow it down. So, so, you know, sometimes you're going to feel like freaking amazing. And when you do, you're going to feel rock star amazing. And then you are going to have days where you know, your, your life is just stressing you out and it may not seem like it's like, Oh my God, I'm so stressed, but man, life is really stressful and it's been a really stressful couple of years you now. So, so I love this. You, so it's interesting. You felt tired, right? You dropped that six pounds last week. Obviously your body was working really stinking hard and now it's recovering from that. And now it's probably focused on making change, stabilizing your weight. You know what I mean? So I love that you're picking up on that. Love that you're picking up on that. Hi, Shannon. Second round for me. I'm feeling like my body is really starting to get it. Last week I, I tried but was not fully in due to work and flying, family dinners with a dessert, etc. But stepped on the scale, my weight was the same. Prior to this, my body would have been so reactionary, it would have been up five pounds. Big body victory. I love this. Sorry, I got to take a drink. Um, 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's why this process is not about just being perfect all the time. Because what you learn when you do indulge is that your weight's not going to go up. You're not going to gain 10 pounds every time you indulge in something, right? Now, yeah, if you're coming off a diet where you've just restricted yourself, right? Yes, your body's very reactionary because your body is thinking that you're starving to death and it wants to make sure that you're not. So this is a huge takeaway for people that, that you can indulge and not have to berate yourself or diet afterwards or your weight's not going to be up. Or if it is up, it is up, it's going to come right back down because it's not real weight gain. And I know so many of you believe that you're not going to be able to maintain your weight because you've done this before. You've lost it and then like feels like uncontrollably you gain it all back. So I love this. I love conscious indulgences. Like if you're going to indulge, I never get upset when clients indulge. I'm like, good for you. Um, but what I love about that is when, first of all, if you're going to in indulge in something, please enjoy it. I think a lot of people indulge in like, oh my God, I'm eating it. Oh my God, I'm eating it. Oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to, ah! you know what I mean? Rather than actually just enjoying it. And then pay attention to what happens up here because our brains are also wired to habit. Our brains, our thoughts are wired to habit. And a lot of times we indulge in something and then we forget what happens immediately after. Oh my God, why did I eat that? I feel so gross. I'm so fat. I need to lose weight. Oh my God, I'm a failure. Blah, 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 right? Well, you, in being in tune to your body's needs, you have the power to choose differently. So if you start thinking negatively about your thoughts, be like, you know what? I just, I, cho I chose to indulge. It's no big deal. I'm not going to gain weight. I'll get back at it tomorrow. Like switch those thoughts around. Don't allow yourself to go into those negative thoughts. Start saying nice things about yourself. I've been showing up for five weeks. I'm super proud of myself here. You know what? I'm doing a great job. Indulging tonight is not going to be make or break to my journey. I am still on the road. Like these types of thoughts, right? And then when you wake up the next day and if that scale is up, you might have that immediate reaction of, oh, I've ruined everything. No, no, you haven't ruined a damn thing. You haven't ruined a damn thing, especially if you're turning this into a positive and say to yourself, yeah, the scale's up today. It's not real weight gain. I'm going to drink a little extra water. I'm going to add a little leaf of greens. If your weight is up, chances are it's salty food, hard to digest food. You're just full of shit that needs to come out at the end of the day. And once it does, your scale's going to drop right back down with it, you know? And in fact, sometimes when you are like following perfectly, um, when you indulge, it can very much be a challenge to your digestive system and you can see that scale drop because all of your hard work adding up to that moment is still paying off and weight loss is based on momentum. We'll get this all the time where people would be like, I totally ate my face off this weekend. Why is my scale down today? Well, because eating your face off on a weekend isn't going to do anything from preventing your body from doing what's best for you. And if you've been showing up and working at it, that momentum is building up. So, you know, your 
device going into detox mode, even though you are indulging. Now, would the scale have been down lower if you didn't indulge? Probably, but at the end of the day, it's no big deal. So I love this. Being able to, like, a big part of our finally and forever remember is not only losing the weight, but in a way where mentally we're super calm about food right? Like we're waking up and this is no magic pill by any means. The way you're losing weight is going to make a huge difference when it comes to sustaining it because of those plateaus and your body's stabilizing along the way, but also the mental work that you're working through. Like I want you to be super calm. I, I don't wake up every day and think about what I'm not going to eat or eat. Like I'm like, I wake up, how am I feeling? Um, am I hungry? Am I not hungry? And then I make the best choice for myself. I don't stress. I don't plan. I don't think about what I'm eating. And I want you guys to get there too, where you're just super calm. Waking up, looking good, feeling good, going about your day when you're hungry, you decide to eat. Also knowing yourself, if you're the kind of person who goes to work and goes all day long without eating because they're so involved, you know, know yourself. Set some alarmers, times. I do this all the time. You know, it'll be two o'clock in the afternoon. Why am I so grumpy? Oh my God, I haven't eaten anything. Shit, I gotta take time to eat, you know? So, so it's about up here just as much as it is the physical weight that you're losing. And we want you to be so calm with food because we use food for so many things. I talk about this a lot. So many things to show love, to celebrate, to, 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 to commune with people, to break bread with people. You know, there's a reason why they call it comfort food and comfort food comes from association. So generally when we're overeating and then that euphoric insulin high happens, we're doing that around people that we love. And when we're talking to people and that we tend to overeat because we're not thinking about what we're eating. So that sense of comfort food is there for a reason. It makes you feel good those indulgences and that's why we love that right those associations that we're making to food but you know at the end of the day you don't need food to do that you can totally be around people indulge in conversation and the people around you and enjoy your meals in moderation I hate that word moderation I hate that word it's more like being in tune being in tune it's not mo we don't want you moderating your food when you're done with this pro pro process we don't want you moderating anything we don't even want you to think about it you just want you to be so in tune with your body that you're just like you know when you're you're full. You know when you want to go back for more. You know when you're hungry and you know when you're not, right? Um, if you're new to the program, what you eat in one is going to radically change as we go. We haven't been any making any tweaks to the actual food plan itself, but we will be moving forward. We're going to have you eating more often. We're going to be having you bump up this and minimize that. We are, by the end of this process, going to get you eating in tune to your body's needs. There's still going to be a lot of structure in the program and plan, but this is where we're going to help you make this whole process more personal to your individual needs. So, so this, if, don't get stuck on how we're eating now because that's going to change. That's going to change. Uh, let me scroll down. Um, best non-scale victories ever. Uh, better sleep and snoring less. Uh, keeping me going through a rocky second round. Yeah, this sleeping better is such, it's a massive, huge non-scale victory. It's a game changer. I missed the conversation with Julia Glowinski, our sleep expert, um, because I was in the hospital. Um, but don't forget, if, if you have not seen it, um, they did a replay of the last, the, from the last group. It's still amazing. She's got some amazing tips in there. So let me remind you of that sleep expert conversation if you haven't heard it. We did also turn it into a podcast as well. Um, it's a good one. I, I used to, um, I learned a lot from Julia. I, I, I mean, I, I used to have my office in my bedroom and I used to do lives in my bedroom. And then, um, she obviously suggested that I switch and that's why I'm now I'm down in my new office. Um, but I, once I took it, I didn't think it was bothering me, but then once I took all of my work stuff out of my room, there was a, there was a, there was definitely a talk about a visceral response. 
there was a change instantly where I, I didn't realize that walking into my bedroom with my work stuff and as much as I love my job and love what I do was stressing me out, was stressing me out and removing, removing that um, was a game changer for me. Now, I still have a TV in my bedroom. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not giving that up. I'm still on TV in my bedroom, which you suggest. But I learned a lot of things. Like, you know, when I'm not sleeping, um, you don't just sit there and wait. You get up. I walk around my house. I maybe do some things, and I'll come back to bed. Um, you know, so sleep, sleep, getting, getting some good sleep can be a, a massive game changer for people. And if you have been a crappy sleeper, and now you're sleeping better. Remember, sleep is when your body makes change. It's when it repairs. It's when it re re rebuilds. It's when it detoxes. It's when it does everything. In fact, your body has a circadian rhythm. We're starting at 10 o'clock at night. This is why a lot of women will have hot flat, or a lot of people will have hot flashes um, at night. Um, or starting around 10 o'clock at night. Um, this cause your body starts, you know, balancing out hormones, not that they balance like a straight line, but you know what I mean? Um, and then it cycles through different organs in your body. And that's why you'll wake up around three or four o'clock in the morning when you're in detox, cause your body's cycling through your kidneys and through your liver at that time. It, this, this happens a lot. Have you ever drank and drank, 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 drank a lot of alcohol and you're just bombed and you're like, Oh my God, I can't wait to go to bed. I'm going to just sleep. I'm like so tired. I'm going to sleep so you get to bed you crawl into your bed and you're all nice and cozy and then you wake up at three o'clock in the morning and you're just like what why am I awake yeah because that's the effect because you drank so much alcohol that is cycling through your kidneys and through your liver that it's actually waking you up and that's why detox detox will do that too it'll have you waking you up and then you're awake you normally have to notice you got to go to the bathroom so then you go to the bathroom then you should be able to fall back asleep quite quickly but and that's what's happening there. So getting some good, getting some good, um, getting some good uh, sleep is just oh so good, so good. Um, hi Gina, it's amazing how in tune. Hi Viola, uh, how in tune I am with my body. Not only my hunger levels, but my overall body cues in general. Love this. I just want to say I know there are some of you who are still counting, weighing, and measuring, and you're just not into the whole asking the four questions, and you're just not into being in tune. You're just you've got to be. You've got to be with this process because we just build on that and build on that and build on that and build on that. And it's not too late to start showing up and asking those four questions. It's all about practicing, about being in tune, right? It's the same thing with meditation. You go to the health food store, in a health food store, you go to the library. Yeah, go to the library or the bookstore. Sorry, I'm getting tired. My brain's not working. And there are thousands of books on meditation and different kinds of ways to meditate. And they're all just different ways to 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 tell you the same thing, like little things that you can practice to be in tune with your body. Um, so practice makes perfect with this, honestly. It's amazing how in tune I am with my body, not only my hunger levels, but my overall body cues in general. Normally, I walk my dog every evening for 45 minutes, but for whatever reason, my body just didn't feel up to it last night and just told me to rest. Instead of forcing myself to do to walk out of fear of missing exercise. I love that. I just listened to my body and gave it what I wanted. Got up this morning. The scale was down 1.5 pounds, a total of 11.2 pounds lost from the beginning. I love this. Yeah, this is it. You know, especially with exercise. When we're forcing it and our body's like, no. And we're like, come on. And our body's like, no. Like, you, you are showing up. You are doing the things. Like if you're still here and still around in week five, man, you are doing the things, right? So don't stress yourself out. Exercise is definitely not meant to stress you out, but I love this being in tune. This is just honoring your body and meeting it's where it's at, meeting it's where it's at. Now, now what you could have done also is gone out and been like, I'm going to go 10 minutes. 
10 minutes. Like if you're kind of struggling, should I, should I, should I, shouldn't I, go for 10 minutes. And after 10 minutes, if you're not feeling it, just hightail it back home and shut her down. You know, but if you get into it, then you might find like, oh, okay, I'm actually, you know, maybe I'm just feeling low energy. I'm stressed out. Like I'm, you know, going for a walk or you don't have to go for a hardcore walk or run or a bike ride. You know, you could do something else, like maybe move and stretch your body as well. Right. So I love it. I love it. Hi, Jan. I agree. In session two and have stopped nighttime eating. Occasionally I find myself in the kitchen on the way to bed, but I limit the time there so I don't start thinking about the stuff in the cupboard. Yeah. Listen, some of you, man, like we've been eating a certain way for 20 years. You know, we're not going to change all of our habits overnight. <laughs> That's for sure. You know, um, this is why we say like, go for a change your routine, go for a walk, have some tea, do what you can, or just sit in the uncomfortableness of it. Or be like, man, I want to eat right now, but I'm not because I'm doing this thing. And, you know, I know I'm going to sleep so much better if I, if I, you know, I talk to myself all the time out loud and I'll talk myself into things, talk myself out of things. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm definitely, a, I'm, I'm talking. Uh, I think this is something Tony had to get used to half the time. Now he knows to tune me out because he'd be like, what? I'm like, no, I'm not talking to you. I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm an out, I'm an out, I'm an outside talker. Um, but yeah, you talk yourself down. Okay, man, I'm hungry. Okay. You know what? I'm going to get myself to bed. I'm going to get myself some tea. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable. Yes. I would love to eat, you know, a whole bag of chips right now, but I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Like have these conversations with yourself. A lot of times people are like, Oh, you know, and they're just kind of like not really dealing with it, really not going into the feeling of it. They're just trying to like, you know, hide from it. And you know, when you just kind of just go right into it and be like, man, this sucks. This sucks. I can't wait to lose all my weight and, you know, and then be able to have some chips that night or whatever that is. Cause you will be able to do that. You will be able to do that. You know, uh, hi Manon. How are you? Uh, I had a dream last night and in my dream, I was swimming in a large body of water and all of a sudden a big giant wave came and totally moved me to a different place. And when I woke up, I reflected on my dream and thought to myself, just ride the wave and enjoy the journey. It reminds me of you in the program. I'm really all in this group. My body is in tune. I'm moving my body every day. I see you. I follow you on Instagram. I see you. I see you moving your body. Hit workout, kayaking, walking, and I'm feeling amazing. I'll be one of your inspirational stories. Just watch me. You already are. You you already are. Manon has been very um, gracious in sharing her struggles in the program, and it hasn't come easy to her. And I love this. There's just so many benefits. I know the weight loss part can be so frustrating, but there are so many benefits in just showing up for yourself every day, prioritizing yourself, you know, and focusing on those non-scale victories. And I know we want the scale to move. I do. I do. I do. Um, this, this makes me, you're already, you're already an inspirational story. All right, girl, I wasn't sure you were going to keep showing up and I don't know that I wouldn't have blamed you either. You know, when you've worked through all of that, you're massive inspiration. I see your, I see your Instagram post. And I'm like, yeah, man, she's still at it. Like truly. I love seeing it. I love seeing it. I love seeing it. Already there. Already there. Um, okay. Time, time, Tony tells me it's time. It is time. I'm going to scroll down, see if I can a couple more at the end. 
I bought a pants. Hi, Janda. I bought a pair of pants for summer from Costco a while ago. I haven't worn them yet. I know they are going to be too big very soon. Tomorrow I'm going to return them. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we talked about this. Pull those clothes out of the back of your closet. I saw this the other day. Uh, yes, yesterday. Um, was it Jessica? It was it Jessica? Um, pulled out a dress that she hadn't worn. Uh, I, I'm on Instagram. I follow you guys. Uh, she, she hasn't worn in a while. Pull those, pull those clothes out because before you know it, they are going to be too big. We talked about this yesterday, right? Like you can lose 20 pounds on this program and look like 40 pounds compared to a burn the fat diet. And a lot of you are waiting till you hit numbers that you were at before. And Re Rebecca's post, like Rebecca's post, you guys see that? I shared that yesterday. What a hundred pounds loss looks like on, you know, starve yourself versus a hundred pounds on this program. Two totally different re responses and reactions from the body. So if you're waiting to hit a certain number and you may be 20 pounds above that, try those clothes on now because you might be surprised they got to fit. I do have to go, you guys. I'm feeling like my energy is draining. Um, I love being back. I can't even tell you guys how much I love being back. This is truly my happy place. I also know that I don't get to a lot of your questions, so make sure that you copy and you paste. I was going through the live yesterday, and so many of you had so many good questions and, and talking points. Please put them over on the question of the day post where the team will be there to answer for you. Also, remember that we turn all of these into podcasts, so you can listen over on Acast, Apple, and Spotify. Have an amazing day, everyone. Uh, remember that we're going to be spilling the tea uh, later today at 4 p.m. Uh, if you want to join us then, Anne and I are going to break down uh, week five, everything that you need to know moving forward. And we're going to talk to Cindy, one of our VAs, who's got the most incredible story, struggled with her weight her entire life, I'm sure. And I know so many of you are going to resonate. So I hope to see you then. Have an amazing day. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com